Take a seat in your coziest chair. Pour yourself a snifter of breakfast smoothie, and once you are ready, let's go on a voyage. days had passed since Mo Daughter Harbor was taken by the mist, and the crew of How Am I Feeling had not seen another soul. Their fresh food rations had long since ran out, and living a life of hardtack and beans on their little ship was not a pleasant one. So it was with great relief that they spied a ship sailing west towards them on the horizon and saw its name, Beaker Bilgey's Breakfast Barge. The three hanging signs from the excellent smelling diner boat showed the options, everything served on a hearty bed of brown rice. Five gold for a fried egg cooked in a pan chock full of butter. Eight gold for a hunk of deep fried chicken with crackling skin and a drizzle of gravy. Or 10 gold for a heaping ladle of kimchi served with fresh sliced cucumber and a wafer cookie on the side that tells you your fortune. Each has a subtitle on the greasy hanging metal signs for the sailors who care about more than just taste. Egg, you gain plus 1d4 to your first attack of every round. Chicken, reduce all damage taken by one. And kimchi, you cannot be charmed, frightened, paralyzed, blinded, poisoned, or possessed. These effects can stack, set a little sign to their left, but they will fade away at the end of your current adventure. The crew gathered all their food and were happily eating the delicious, comfortable breakfast when the water behind them shook and they heard a terrified squeak. And they all turned to see a terrified beaker bilgey held in the mouth of a massive water serpent and looking like it was ready to strike the how am I feeling as soon as it rolled initiative. I am Ben and I am your dungeon master. There is so much that was happening in there. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know how to start. Um, so my character sheet seems to indicate that I have negative four copper. <laughs> I don't really quite think that's no possible. other money. Don't worry. Yeah, I probably owe somebody. Maybe the crew's got twenty nine GP, <laughs> so you can dip into that. Sweet. Well, I only right. have six um, gold. I, I would like to point out that simply the presence of food that makes you immune to all of these conditions makes me extremely suspicious about the potential for those conditions to show up. What? Um, (laughs) The fact that there's food that lets you not be paralyzed, possessed, poisoned, etc. makes you think there's a chance you'll be poisoned, possessed, paralyzed, etc. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know. It's a poison-free world. Can you go over the prices one more time? For sure. Um, the egg, which is plus 1d4, your first attack of every round, um, give, is 5 gold. Um, the chicken, which reduces all damage taken by 1, is 8 gold. And the kimchi, which gives you resistance to, or uh, you cannot be charmed, frightened, etc., is 10 gold. 
And yeah, so basically, we'll start with Flaxen. But Flaxen, you'll basically say like what you bought, what you're eating, and then what you do your first round as you're interrupted by the serpent. So we're buying food while we fight. You're buying, we're basically saying like you buy food, you've gone to your place, you've eaten your mm. food, and then, and then the first round of combat starts. Chaos occurs. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll so, have the kimchi. All right, says uh, uh, Beaker, and uh, and he can he'll slide a big heaping pile of kimchi and yeah. fresh sliced and cucumber onto your brown rice. Is it so? It's like a bowl. Mm-hmm. Sweet, yeah. I'm just kind of shoveling it in my face, and uh, I'm still shoveling it in my face when chaos strikes. Um, <laughs> and so with you know one with a bowl up to my mouth, I uh. I pull out my rapier and attempt to... S- can I Can I sneak attack the thing? Is it close enough to the boat that I can actually reach it with my sword? So the serpent is like looming over top of uh, Beaker Bilgy's uh, mm. boat, which is... Okay. It's a boat. It's not a ship, and it's attached to yours. So if you ran over onto Beaker's diner ship, mm-hmm. um, you could probably stab it from there, but not from your position here on uh, the How Am I Feeling. I'm going to run onto the boat and take a swing at him with my rapier do i need to make any rolls to get onto the boat uh i'd say you need to make a little bit of an acrobatics just because yeah. it, there's a there's not like a plank between the two boats he sure. was just handing them from one to the other so that's a nine nine uh, I'd say like uh, you're able to make your way over onto the the to Beaker's boat, uh, but your foot gets caught in a, like a, a pod of leftover gravy, uh, and you have disadvantage on your attack this turn. Okay, that's disgusting. <laughs> it honestly feels kind of like therapeutic, like a mud bath. That's a thirteen. <laughs> So 13 a 13 uh yeah you raise your rapier up towards the serpent uh and a 13 looks like it will just hit the serpent sweet all right and that is 12 damage Woo! i slash uh so the slashing weapon i stab it i stab it close to where it's grabbing on and attempt to get it to let go of the bilgy nice yeah the the serpent kind of like flails its head around back and forth in pain but it doesn't drop uh beaker all right i am uh i'm nick and i play flax and roan the half work rogue avalon did he Hi, freeze? i'm getting oh. a bunch of lag yeah um was is everyone else lagging or is that just me i'm not uh, lagging i don't I'm i don't think lagging. anyone is lagging right now no oh, okay um, yeah i don't think anyone is either I I missed a whole bunch of that last little bit. That's uh, okay. It's all recorded. I assume you stabbed the yep. serpent. I jumped yeah, on the other boat and stabbed it. Great. His foot's covered That's... in gravy. That's all you need to know. And my foot's covered yeah. in gravy. Well, and my face is probably covered in kimchi because I'm still holding it in one hand. Mm. <laughs> cool. so you're still holding the kimchi. That's good. So yeah, if, I'm, you, I'm like if you say it. something embarrassing and put your foot in your mouth, then you'll get like kimchi flavored gravy. Mm. Um, mm. And dirt. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna hey. lick Flaxen's foot. 
Ooh, hey. it's a little raunchy a little for this podcast. Yeah, this is for a different podcast. <laughs> this one's All gonna right, be a flag. The Patreon extra. <laughs> That's okay. not what I want to pay for. <laughs> I mean, it's Patreon. Somebody's paying for that content for sure. And subscribe to our Patreon and get the sexy episode. Are we lick feet? Gravy up. foot licking. Uh, not <laughs> Tumblr approved. Google flax and roan feet. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very bad. You'll probably just um, get a bunch of pictures of horse hooves, considering those are both coats of horses. That's Wait, fair. So that right would now. also be someone else's fetish. Nick, you're gonna um, have to draw me a reference photo of uh, of Flaxen's foot for me to oh. accurately draw this scene. Oh, okay, I'll Thank get you. right on. Yeah, that. check I'll out the Instagram for that as content. soon as you forget. <laughs> Hashtag <flaxen foot laughs> When you Google it, you just get horses. Not even their feet, just horses. Ugh. Just chilling horses. So you well, put in foot yay. and it doesn't even show feet? Yep, correct. Because Google oh, I mean, the, don't have the horses feet. feet are in the photo. <laughs> yeah, horses feet don't have there. feet, to be fair. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. just horses. They, they don't have feet. Alright, Avalyn, what are you horse. doing? What are you eating? <laughs> Alright. Who are you wearing? So, um I uh ordered uh the egg. Um mm, yes. and uh uh sat down um at at a table uh to eat it with proper uh highborn manners mm, um mm-hmm. and uh so okay the- tables on this boat let's kind of dive into that for a second this boat has been repaired so the main like sleeping area is the downstairs area where they strung up like four hammocks for you guys um of course the night ghast is still hanging out in its corner uh cheapish and ashamed mm-hmm. um and then there's the captain's quarter up on the main deck i feel like there's probably not a table just hanging out on the deck of your boat all the time um that seems a little weird so there might be oh, like a table w- inside the captain's quarters i would have preferred to have brought the table out to to the deck for a nice sort of alfresco meal Uh uh-huh do you have a Um, tablecloth napkins silverware um, of course that's the only proper way (laughs) to eat breakfast Um, great uh so so i laid all of that out then then set down my plate and uh sort of uh have to deal with the boat rocking from side to side as Mm -hmm. i'm as i'm eating uh the sudden appearance of the sea serpent is uh, very much more of an annoyance and irritation than anything else because sure. it is extremely rude to interrupt someone's breakfast like this. A heinous um, crime. Indeed. So my reaction is uh, that I shall not get up and be interrupted. Um, however, in my irritation, I will flick a firebolt at this... Uh, intruder in the hopes of getting it to just go away amazing um so shall i make a roll for that yeah you defo should all right and because you got an egg out of 1d4 to your damage Uh, wait damage or attack damage oh damage ah well i rolled a nine either way so i think i missed um i'm not actually i said first attack of my every round so that should actually be your attack roll sorry oh Okay, well, it's an 11 now. Ah, so, um, in that I'm case, still it still not, misses. Yeah, I'm still, I'm not really paying attention to this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly concentrating on my food, as Which I will any say, civilized person would. 
it takes all your attention to try and, you know, make sure that your food doesn't spill off the edge of the table, your place setting and vase with flowers and tablecloth and table don't flip as this boat is rocking back and forth as a giant sea serpent is, you know, attacking it. So for sure, that takes a lot of energy. Yes. And it's very important, too. Um so you just uh, waywardly because... throw a fireball at this giant thing, maybe hitting, <laughs> cool. maybe hitting anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm flicking it sort of up into the air, so it's not going to like hit anything else. Right, but, it just like... grazes Beaker's beard or something as it shoots past him, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he lets out a kind of another uh, very high pitched shriek. Ah, stop it! All right. Uh, in any case, that's me. Uh, I am. Uh, Avalon Veristinia, voiced by Connor. Cool. Um, so I'm Rowan, and I'm probably I like have a little crate set up near the. Um, oh my god, it's not called a steering wheel. What the fuck is it called on a ship? A ship's wheel. Ship's wheel, sure. <laughs> it's like steering wheel. Um, and I have like my plate of chicken, which I've bought, balanced on the crate, and taking bites out of it as I'm trying to like maneuver the ship. Uh, you know, trying not to get hit, uh-huh. but also kind of like out of the corner of my eye, like watching Avalon, who told me like not to knock over his vase. I'm like <laughs> trying to like avoid the sh- avoid the serpent, but also like not steer hard enough that his breakfast is interrupted. Um, cool. So one question I've got. So I would imagine that your boats are probably like not moving super right when you're eating just because Mm -hmm. uh like the other boat is next to yours and you like had to buy your food from him are you oh i thought like you said that the boat was kind of like attached to it kind of like you know how spaceships will dock with one another (laughs) sure i guess it could it could totally be doing that um there isn't like a plank that's connecting the two but they could be tied together yeah yeah so like when i'm steering the uh the little bilge is also like moving with us Sure. Yeah. the The other boat can be attached to it. You guys are uh, dragging it around with a fancy yeah. boat motor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just dragging it around. I'm just kind of like, okay, this is just like another daily occurrence, I guess. Like a motorcycle uh, that has a sidecar on it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that. <laughs> oh, and also in terms of fuel. So when you last escaped from Modotter Harbor, you used one vial of fuel to start moving at uh, ten knots uh, to bump yourself up from the normal five. Mm-hmm. That lasted one day. It's now been two days since you escaped. Have you been uh, using no fuel, one thing of fuel per day, or two things of fuel for the the one day that you've gone to go at fifteen knots? Um. So I guess like after we, uh, we felt comfortably far away and far away enough from the prison warden's daughter. Um. Like after that one day, we've been relying on uh sail power. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and then, so I still have, like, two vials of Stardust left, I think. Great. Yeah, that means you basically have one day of time ahead of the fog. Yeah. I mean, I can add more if anyone else wants to, but I figured just at this point, no. Um, yep, I'm just doing that, and um, I'm Roan Ridley, a human bard played by Shing. Sweet. Ishmael? Yeah, okay, um... So during breakfast, I was writing in... Can I have a notebook? Can I have found Absolutely. a notebook somewhere? Absolutely. There's totally a notebook here. Okay. I have oh, a notebook A couple now. of the pages are written by Miss Midgens through her sixth grade class, but... Uh... <laughs> I, I ripped those out a while ago. <laughs> okay. Now it's empty. <laughs> now it's empty. Um, so I was writing in my notebook. Uh, I was writing a, a song. 
Um, and I was like really absentmindedly eating my egg. Is that the one that gives you a D4 damage? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a D4, a D4 atta- to your first attack of every round. It's your attack bonus, to your first attack roll? Yes. A D4 to my attack roll. Does that count towards your first spell? Yeah, first spell attack, first attack roll, etc. Well, that's yeah. all I can afford anyway. So, I, yeah, so I was uh, absentmindedly eating, and then this thing appeared, and I, like, uh, freak out, see it, and go, what? What? And I stand up, and I knock my food over. And uh, pull out my guitar. And I do the opposite of helpful. Um, I, I really think this is what I would do. I just react and cast Fog Cloud on the Serpent. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, does the Fog Cloud like come down from the sky or does it appear in a place? No, it just poofs into existence. Okay. Uh, so does is it come like from a single me? point out or is it d- yeah. the entire space is currently consumed by fog? It's a 20-foot radius sphere surrounding a point. Now, here's my question. Did you cast it on the serpent's head or, like, where the serpent is coming out of the water? Oh, okay. On the serpent's head. All Uh, right. So it's got this little bubble of fog around it. It's dispersed by 10 miles per hour wind or greater. (laughs) Sweet. I'm Ishmael Overcast. I'm played by Scotty. And the serpent's head is covered by a, a thick veil of of smoke, and you can now no longer see Beaker Bilgy, as Beaker is still on the mouth of the serpent. Next up would be Virgil. Last up. All right. Um, I'm sitting at the, the captain's table with Avalyn and uh, Ishmael, and I'm just digging into this finger, licking good chicken. Just getting every little scrap of meat off of it. I'm so intently focused on it that I don't even notice the serpent at first until, you know, Avalon casts a firebolt over my shoulder. And so then I look up and I'm like, I do like a spit take with my coffee and I'm like, what the heck? And then I um, I just instinctively throw a handful of chicken bones at it. Mm, good. <laughs> Very nice. Um, and then I run headlong with my battle axe in hand, leap from our boat to the other boat and uh, into the fog cloud and just swing blindly into the fog cloud. Amazing. So first make me an improvised attack with chicken bones. (laughs) Natural 20. (laughs) Wow. Whoa. (laughs) All right. Yeah. You hurl a chicken bone like into the cloud of fog where you think that the eye of the serpent is uh, and you hear like uh, a world piercing shriek uh, as the serpent screams like uh, and uh, you see the uh, the form of uh, Beaker Bilgy fall from the mouth of the serpent as it well, but uh, you as don't he- because there's a fog cloud in the way so actually, you don't see it come out of the mouth, but you do see him fall out of the fog cloud and sploosh into the water. Does that mean I uh, hit him? <laughs> uh, you, no, you hit, you hit the serpent, you think. Uh, but he certainly fell out of the serpent's mouth and is now struggling to get out of the water. And he's freaking, I can't swim! I can't swim! Uh, he owns a boat, but he can't swim? Well, in no? that case, can I change my other attack? Yes, you can. <laughs> uh... I'm going to use um, bon- second wind as a bonus action and dive into the water to try and save the chef. Amazing. Uh, make me that that good old athletics check. 
16. 16. Yeah, with uh, with easy grace, you can leave your battle axe on your ship, dive off the edge, uh, and uh, grab uh, Beaker Bilgy uh, around the midsection with your elbow uh, and hoist him up back onto your boat uh, where it- clammy and exhausted, he kind of whimpers in a human-shaped puddle. Don't worry, I was a lifeguard in high school. High school? <laughs> he immediately starts sobbing. I'm Virgil Badwater, and I'm played by Jake. I'm Beaker Bilgy, and I don't, I don't like this much at all. He says, looking back up at you. Flaxen. Mm-hmm. Are we still? We're initiative. Yeah. Serpent's right. still there. Just got a chicken yep, bone I'm in the eye. Still and a fog in melee head. range of the serpent. I'm gonna just keep. Stabbing it. You're in a fog cloud. You are in a fog yep. cloud now, for Does sure. Does that just mean disadvantage? <laughs> yes. <All right>. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, it's a nat 20. Ooh. And that is a 16. Ooh, all right. That's a hit. All right. Um, same thing as last time. Uh, is anybody else within five feet of this guy? Uh, No, no. It's just you. Okay. But he has disadvantage on me because we're in a fog cloud. That's very true. But I have to have advantage on him. Yes, you I don't. can never remember how this works. I don't think I get sneak attack damage. You so don't. I do ten damage. Ten damage. Woo! The serpent. You've uh, now left two pretty sizable gashes in the uh, in the side of it, and uh, you can hear it shriek, and it it like dives its head down towards you to uh, uh, bite you on its turn. Uh, Avalyn. Nice. Um, has. What with all this commotion, the, I'm guessing the table is now in disarray. You've been spending that. all your energy keeping this table well composed. So the only two big Mars on it are the fact that the uh, the two other people that were sitting with you, their food, one of them is like half in their face and the other one uh, flipped it across the table. A- and did a spit take. And did a sp- um, Oh, I guess it is all covered in coffee. That is true. Yeah. That's just that's a table so, <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm... Uh, Yes, well, it took me quite a bit of doing to get this tablecloth in the first place and mm-hmm. to get it like clean enough to eat off of. Yeah. So I am justifiably uh, annoyed at this. So I um, enter rage uh, and um, yeah, uh, and I'm going to uh, charge at this uh, this serpent um, and uh, as I'm running towards it. Uh, the uh, as an eagle totem warrior, I get to take mm. the dash action as a bonus action. Nice. Um, and uh, my feet leave little fiery footprints as I go as I Sing. activate the that's cool. Um, the power of the phoenix. Um, and awesome. I'm going to charge directly at this and recklessly attack. Great. Make me an athletics so t- check first because you're running into the middle of a fog cloud. That's a 24. 24. Uh, all right, you bull rush into the fog cloud and you bull flaxen over um, like you're running through a uh, curtain. Um, so yeah, flaxen, you are flat on the ground and Avalyn busts past you. I do not apologize or notice. Mm. What boat are you two on? Are you two on our boat or are you on the breakfast boat? I'm on the breakfast, breakfast boat. boat. Okay. Yeah. Um, so recklessly attacking gives me advantage. Does that negate the disadvantage? Yes. Okay. Um, and if I get attacked, uh, things have advantage against me. Gotcha. Uh, 
Which would also be negated, but you're close. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a 19 to hit. 19 to hit? That will hit. All right. Uh, 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay, this serpent is now looks uh, to be uh, well darn injured. Uh, and in response to your uh, uh, hit on it, your nasty hit, uh, it darts mid uh, mid stride. And as its reaction, it opens up its mouth, mouth and a bolt of jet hot steam courses over you. Make me a constitution save, Buckaroo. Mm, oh boy. Am I also in range of this? You are. Yeah, you're both in range of it. 16 mm. for Avalon. I got a four. <laughs> a four. Okay, uh, Flaxen, you take the bulk of it uh, as Avalon. You're able to dodge out of the way and only catch half of it. Um, but you take uh, Flaxen. You take twelve points of like boiling hot damage as this oh, no. uh, jet hot steam uh, shoots through your armor. Um, that is pretty much all of all of my HP. And uh, you yeah, take six damage, left. Avalon. What does that put you at, Flaxen? One. Yeah. Sure. <gasps> Have you used your second wind yet? Your orc thing? No. Okay. Oh, when I said second wind, I meant action surge during my intro. My That's bad. what I assumed. <laughs> yeah, we all figured. I think. But, um, is the orc thing the like when you get dropped to zero, you jump back to one again? Savage. Once? What's it called? I think it's second wind. No, it's um, got a no, different. Second wind is the fighter thing where you heal fine. yourself a little bit. Oh, you're right. Um, it's called the orc else. thing. The orc thing is also the bar- high-level barbarian thing. Mm. Um, high-level barbarians can do it too. Re- yeah, re- re- something reckless, menacing. I don't know. Nick, what's it called? What? What are we talking about? The half orc uh, thing, where you get to keep going. <laughs> let me pull it. Let me pull um, it. Something endurance. Relentless endurance. 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 There we go. Relentless endurance. I remember it. I remember it before you looked it up. All right, Ishmael, it's your turn. I think. No, it's Rowan's turn. It's It's Rowan's turn. My turn. turn. Sorry, I'm just skipping. (laughs) Um, I'm a little offended at the great voice of the sky skipping. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I'm steering the wheel, and upon noticing both uh, Virgil and uh, Ishmael, like, flip food and other things <laughs> onto the table i i <laughs> finally realize what uh what what avalon has been using as a tablecloth and it's one of the flags the flags that we need to like uh, yes. <laughs> uh, to communicate <laughs> to communicate to other ships and to ports and it's like the white one which oh, means no. surrender oh. and i'm just looking at it like oh my god you got food on it it's well, not the not right gonna, color anymore <laughs> we're not gonna surrender anytime soon that's fine <laughs> It's if you put this flag up, if you put this flag up with like different colors on it, it's gonna mean different things and be confusing. I mean, we're not gonna surrender, but in case we ever do, <laughs> so what now is it's white with the brown, brown stain? Mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what with brown stain coffee. actually means uh, that we are going to eat you. It's a very unique flag, but if you fly this, ugh, you're coming in as barbarians. Yeah, brown flag is like slang. It's kind of like slang for like fuck you. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it was popularized by like a band of barbarian uh, mercenaries. Did Anyways, they drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> it is not coffee. Those brown stains are not coffee. Oh, shame. Oh, no. Shame. <laughs> it's chocolate. 
It's, yeah, it's hot chocolate. chocolate. It's Rowan hot chocolate. Ridley. <laughs> it's a shing talking, by the way. Who's Rowan? <laughs> brown stain is um, a great name for a ship. Brown stain? No, it's not. <laughs> no. So, like, upon noticing, I put the... Um, I put the ship into automatic, so uh, whatever flagship's name is, he's controlling the how ship right feeling? now. Yeah, how my feeling is now in control of the ship, and I rush down to the table and I'm holding it up like All right, super. Sounds good. You see yeah, his su- uh, little manatee <laughs> face appear on the wheel as it begins to steer itself. Yeah, I'm just super offended. Good luck and with the serpent. Disgusted right now. Um, but did we determine that it's a saber-toothed manatee? Yes, a saber-toothed-winged yes. manatee. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast uh, Bardic Inspiration on Virgil. Yeah. That's it. And all right, that's, how, that's how, how are you inspiring do. him? Are you musicking? Are you speaking? Oh, I'm rapping at him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm going to take out my kalimba and like pluck a few strings at him. Yeah, right. that's it. That's Can we the get end a kalimba sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> Just think of the doom, doom, the YouTube doom, series doom, where the guy's doom, playing kalimba where his like dog is like bathed in golden light in the background. You know that? You know oh, that Instagram that series? That one, video <laughs> that one that we no, all know. No, I have no idea. That the YouTube golden series dog kalimba. Playing <laughs> a kalimba. Okay, it might have been, it might have been a harp, but it's a great it's We'll a great put it series. up on our website. That will only be our website. There will be nothing except for a single video of a golden dog and kalimba music. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Great. You get inspiration as you're sitting there on the deck next to the the puddle that once was uh, Beaker. Next, now it is Ishmael. Wait, he's a puddle now? Metaphorically. Oh. He's just emotionally wrecked. <laughs> just for the sake of this, can I can I have like thrown him up onto the deck, but I'm still in the water? Sure. Okay. Um. So, I uh, I freak out at the problem that I created with this fog cloud, and I say shit, shit, and then I start casting gust cantrips to try to blow it away. <laughs> uh, but they don't do it. I don't think they work. I don't think they are strong enough wind. It is concentration, so... Is it really? Out of, character, out of character, if you want to dispel, I believe that's all you have to do. Oh, it is, it is. I did write that down. Okay. Um, then so yeah, I, by, cust- I, by casting Gust Cantrips, you'd actually break your concentration, so you would actually make it dispersed by casting Gust Cantrips, right? No. Gust Cantrips so. are not concentration. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, but I like that flavor. Can we can we do that? Yes, please. I start casting gust cantrips to blow it away, and also I break my concentration, making them <laughs> seem like one one action. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, with like, you uh, you the wind blows from your hands, and uh, the uh, uh, fog swirls away uh, into nothingness around uh, this serpent. Uh, and make me a perception or a history check, Ishmael. Make me a history what? check. History check. What am I historying about? Uh, 11? 11. Uh, you can actually, you recognize uh, this serpent. You've seen pictures of it at the uh, temple where you brought your wounded comrades in Modar Harbor. It, this looks like one of the uh, uh, water spirits that surround this area. They're called the uh, the children of Modar. Um, they're like protectors of this island chain. 
Is hurting them a bad idea? Uh, you know that uh, dispatching one is fine, but uh, it will retreat and bring back allies. So as soon as you deal with it, it would make sense to flee quickly. Dispatching one is fine. Did, well, Wait, if it's what? not like it's going to explode into knives, right? No, like, I mean, like, are we incurring the wrath of the gods or something by fighting uh, this thing? If it's like a protector spirit. Um, let me think about that. These, oh God, we're fighting the Unagi. Uh, the, these uh, these serpents are, they're not unknown to attack boats when they're hungry. Um, so attacking it back is not like you're desecrating the gods, um, okay. but it may bring back friends afterwards. Uh, um, okay. Well, I guess I'm fine with attacking it then, so I don't say anything to my companions. That's it. That's my turn. Cool. Uh, next would be the serpent. Uh, the serpent dive bombs the creature that just attacked it super nasty, and uh, uh, it tries to bite uh, Avalyn in half with its very sharp teeth. I'd like to see it try. Uh, you do see it try, and with a seven, it misses uh, and plunges into the water uh, and, uh, and then resurfaces uh, just next to Virgil. Virgil, your turn. Um, all right. Well, as it plunges into the water and then resurfaces, I want to try and react real quickly and kind of grab onto its like ear or something or whatever <laughs> kind of facial protrusion I can I can hang on to. Yeah, for sure. It's got horns that you could grab onto. All right, I want to grab it by the horns, as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Make me that uh, dexterity save. Slippery. 18. <laughs> Absolutely. Eight you grab onto grab. its horn, and <laughs> as it resurfaces, you are lifted well out of the water, um, 10 feet into the air, as the giant head of the serpent uh, snaps angrily as it finds you attached to its horn. All right. So as we shoot up into the sky, I want to look into his eyes and see if there's a chicken bone in one of them. <laughs> you can absolutely see that there is it's uh it's not like sticking out of the eye it's caught in like the eyelid um, uh-huh. <clears throat> but yes there is the chicken bone that you chucked and nat 20 into his eye all right well i'm gonna take my dagger and try and stab the other eye <laughs> all right make me that attack roll and have advantage since you are you know oh i'm inspired right and you have inspiration, so you can add 1d6 to your attack roll? Is that Is right? Is that what Bardic does? Yes. Yes. Cool. I rolled an 18 plus 2 plus 5, so 25. 25, that is absolutely a hit. Roll me damage. Dagger into the eyeball. That's a 3, and I have a dueling fighting style, so I get a plus 2. So I do five damage. That classic dueling technique, stabbing them in the eye with a knife. (laughs) (laughs) While climbing on their face. (laughs) As any good dueler would do. Yeah, you knife the serpent in its other eye uh, and uh, it shrieks uh, and it like uh, it. You can tell that it's now making to flee. Uh, It's waving its head back and forth, trying to shake you off uh, as it begins to book it west. Can I shout something at this time? Yes. This is a shitty protector spirit. Just kill it. Seriously, what kind of protector spirit attacks a breakfast boat? (laughs) (laughs) 
There is no kinder <laughs> boat in this anything. world. Just kill it. <laughs> Make that a t-shirt. What kind of protector spirit attacks a breakfast boat? <laughs> yeah, man, no kidding. Who is um, it? Yeah, are we still in? Is uh, or... It's Virgil has a reaction. Are you holding on uh, or are you letting go? Oh, I'm holding on. Great. Make me that yeah. deck save. 12. Uh, yeah, you're able to hold on to the horns as it uh, begins to sail west uh, away from your ship. This could have been a bad idea. Uh, next would be Flaxen. Uh, so, wait. The, the beast is moving away from the ship? Correct. So that means it moved away from me? Correct. Attack Which means you get attack of opportunity for sure. Defo. Ooh, do I get one too? Yeah, I'd say you both would. Uh, I rolled a 24. That's a hit. And I deal, Flaxen deals 12 damage. 26 from Avalon. That's a hit. Um, And that is... 11 damage. Woo! And with a deft one, two, uh, you one of you uh, tears a hole in the side of the serpent, and the other one, uh, uh, what kind of weapon are you using, Avalyn? Greatsword. Greatsword. And you're able to jab your uh, greatsword in the open wounds uh, and sever some tendon that leaves this thing dead in the water. Um, it flounders, it flips, and it thrashes back and forth uh, and uh, then eventually collapses in the water. Dead. Yeah! Oh, God, finally. Woo! Sounds like Beowulf. Don't come back. Uh, uh- we gotta get out of here, guys. <laughs> yeah, finish your breakfasts, I say, sho- shoving the rest of the kimchi in my mouth. <laughs> um, walking back onto the, uh, onto how am I feeling? I look around and say, "What happened to the tablecloth?" tablecloth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I like, I have it hold, I have it like, like uh, in my fists, and I'm just looking at you just like super disgusted it's like you use the flag for the tablecloth it was the only white uh fabric we had so of course <laughs> okay so um let me let me explain to you a thing uh <laughs> flags are flags must be kept pristine for when we enter harbor otherwise uh otherwise it can be misinterpreted as other things I you need to clean like, this, like, right now. I, think I thought like, we used, like, the green flag for entering harbor, not the white one. I thought the white one was for surrendering. It's a it's good practice to keep all of them clean and pristine in case we ever need to <laughs> wait, run okay, into a flag-related emergency. I need to but describe let- to the listener what just happened. <laughs> just said that, we're not going to surrender, and then he just winked at the camera oh. and finger-gunned. That was beautiful. Uh-huh, it was a very <laughs> cheeky vibe. <laughs> It's very. Um, I remember what happened at the start of last adventure, don't I? Uh, hold on. So let me get this straight. You're saying that we will be running away from something. Yes, and when that time comes, uh, it's it would be in it would be best practices to be ready at all times with clean flags. And that time might come soon. Those other protector spirits might come after us. We got to get out of here. Speaking of that, Ishmael, you see a figure 
Uh, but it's certainly not a serpent. You see a woman that you have seen before um, holding what uh, on her back, what, like a giant basket uh, that appears to be full of uh, various uh, fresh caught uh, eels and fish. And she is walking across the water uh, towards huh? uh, like, the dead giant fish. Like None Jesus of, of Nazareth? Yeah, yes. I, Jesus. I'm, I'm assuming I, I I recognize this woman as death. Yes, you do. As Does anyone else seem to see her? Definitely not. Okay. Uh, so I just like start pointing at, I guess, at nothing for you guys. And I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. Somebody throw me a rope. Um, I Is Kevin in the water? water? <laughs> oh, whoops. Man overboard, I guess. Man overboard. <laughs> Man overboard, um, not another, says Beaker, I, I, I who can't begins uh, shrieking and then pounding the deck with his fists. What? What's up? With, is he okay? No, he's just emotionally traumatized. Who well, is this? The, uh, the Beaker the, Bilgy, the breakfast boat. Beaker Bilgy. Um, so yeah, I look anybody... at where Ishmael's pointing, and I, I say... No, 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 that's the wrong direction. We need to go the other way. Okay, okay! I start running around to get a rope. Um, I shove the tablecloth at uh, Ishmael, and I go into the engine room to huh? put in another vial of Stardust. <laughs> I catch the oh, Sorry, catch sorry, the not Ishmael. Sorry, not I, Ishmael, I, I, uh, Avalon. Uh, sorry, sorry. All right, cool. I like the idea you jam it into Ishmael's hands, you take it out again, you hand it to Avalon. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, um, I put in another flask of, uh, or maybe like a little bit of, of the second flask of Stardust to get us started. Uh, yeah, it, from your knowledge, you know you can only really put in like a full flask or none. Um, otherwise, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't register in the engine. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, I wait until Ishmael pulls, uh, who's in the water, Virgil, up? Vir- Virgil, yeah. Virgil up, and then I put it in, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, so you put your second flask in? Yeah, because I, I kind of, int- like, well, I hear um, Ishmael freaking out, so I figured it's best to get a move on. All right. Flaxen, were you, were you about to say something, Nick? No. No? Okay, will you help me pull in the captain? Yes. Sweet. We, all we right, pull um, up the captain. Athletics check. From all of us? Just from the two who? of you. Both the two okay. of you. I'm resisting. I'm glad the most athletic person is water is my home now. (laughs) I got an eleven. I got a fifteen. All right, the two of you are struggling to pull uh, Virgil in, mostly because your ship is taken off like a bullet. Uh, As soon as that flask of stardust hits the engine, uh, you hear a a "Yes, indeed" from the ship's uh, maidenhead, Uh, and. uh, but I thought Rowan was waiting for us to pull the captain in before before doing yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was said that. narratively I'm just assuming like the way that a low roll is explained is that it's more narratively climactic. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so you chuck it in and uh as you're struggling to pull Virgil in, uh the uh the flask is tossed in and uh and Virgil is left uh trailing behind the ship for a good amount of time, making it uh difficult uh to yank him through the the high speed of the water. Um so you're just managed to flip him up onto the back of the ship. I was prepared um, to start water skiing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like water world <laughs> out of character um 
uh, I feel like that that uh, that washing things is well out of Avalon's area of expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so you would not add your proficiency th- bonus to washing a flag. I was going to go so far as to say that I would add, I would take disadvantage on it because I've literally Definitely. never washed anything. I in think my life. absolutely. I think we're gonna <laughs> oh have to God. understand what you <laughs> think you washing like run is. Around in a tuxedo. But he doesn't clean yeah. his own clothes. He had servants uh, to clean his clothes. He's just yeah. in a very gross tuxedo. <laughs> oh, ew. It's not a tuxedo. It's a Sorry, fancy a suit. suit. Mm-hmm. Now we, we've only had our clothes for like two days, so. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, they're fine. Who washes their clothes? Who, who doesn't oh, wear yeah. their clothes for two, at least two days at a time? It's definitely yeah. me. I would All love right. it if you So, had uh, what type of check would this be? Intelligence? Wisdom? Uh, wisdom, for Dexterity? sure. Dexterity? Medicine. Wisdom. <laughs> Let's go with wisdom because that's what I'm worst at. Um, and with disadvantage, that's I'm amazed. It's a it's an entire eleven. Wow. So how do you wash this flag? First time washing a thing. I'm sure you've always wondered how do people wash things. Well, um, I know water is involved. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> it's in the, in the equation somewhere. So I figure it's probably best. There are like portholes like like yeah. sort of windows mm-hmm. right in the in the I main cabin the, underneath where yeah. the hymix are so so i'm going to so i'm going to go go to one of those and because we're moving through water the smart thing to do would be to just sort of hold the flag out of the porthole and just sort of let it hit the water while i'm still holding on to it and then the water hitting it will clean everything off mm-hmm. the night ghast who's currently like hanging out in his corner uh looks over at you and lets out a faint snicker <laughs> um well you're not yourself when you're hungry so snickers um, <laughs> it's true uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you open up yeah. the porthole and catch like a couple of splashes of water to the face since you're moving so fast. Um, and uh, after a faint douse of the flag in the water, you manage to get the brown stain to not just cover the section where the coffee hit, but also the whole flag. So it's a nice like uh, dark tan, which is good job. <laughs> yeah, great job. Yeah, but it's clean. <laughs> yep. Whatever that means, you certainly think it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume it's also going to, because I wash it in salt water, become somewhat like stiff. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It will be very rigid and gross and brownish. So great. It's a real brown so flag I, of a situation, if you know what I'm saying. I I pulled I that in, and uh, and I um let it dry by uh just um well i figure it should be as close to a heat source as possible so i just i i put it next to the engine and then get it into a small the smallest area possible Mm -hmm. um just scrunch it up so that it's as close as possible to the engine yeah so Mm -hmm. you just jam this wet tan coffee flag into a ball next to a giant furnace I'm uh, yes. really glad we're going super in depth and in, into how you're <laughs> drying this flag. While you are below decks, to... the rest of you are above decks. And Avalyn, I would like you uh, to make me a perception check. Ooh, uh, twelve. Twelve. Uh, you hear someone cough behind you. <laughs> um, 
I, uh, I, this is, while I'm stuffing the, this thing into a ball, I go, uh, uh, hold on, uh, uh, what are you doing out of your corner anyway? <laughs> I assume it's the nightgast. Yes, the nightgast uh, lets out like a faint uh, snicker again uh, and says, it's not me. I turn around. You turn around and you can see a woman is standing behind you. Uh, she seems to be entirely made out of a foggy mist, uh, and she has a very distinct side ponytail, uh, as well as around her neck, you can see that there is a... Uh, uh, it's the exact same kind of necklace that uh, Ishmael Overcast wears. I look at her and say, how did you get on our ship? I'm sorry, um, do you work for Bonagus? God damn it. <laughs> Bonagus. Um, out of character, I don't think Avalon's actually heard that name. No, I don't think you know who Bonagus is. <laughs> yeah, so, so I say, no, you have the wrong ship, and you need to start talking now as to how you got here, and I start pulling my greatsword out of its sheath. At that, she kind of giggles and says, Oh, yes, wave your sword through a, cl- a, a, a cloud of fog. <laughs> See where that gets you. Um, I assume I gave the communication that to Bonagus's squire. Are you his mercenary or something? Or hers? I don't know. I can't tell from the bones. I, I don't know anyone named Bonagus, and the. You're, you're not a even stowaway. Here, you? you have met no, no. Oh, a pirate stowaway, off on your first adventure, here to sail the seven seas and learn a little along the way. I'm sure. She walks over and puts a, a misty hand on your shoulder and gives you a knowing nod and says, "Very well, child of the sea. You'll have a a lovely adventure, I'm sure. But I need to go above decks to find Bonagus." I'm telling you, there is no Bonagus here. (laughs) Is this a practical joke? She says, now smiling. I could ask the same of you. It must be some kind of surprise. Uh, Very well, go upstairs and fetch Bonagus for me. Tell him I'm charmed. Is that a ghast you have? Wow, what a charming species. She walks over uh, and uh, and begins uh, petting the ghast on the head, who croons. I wouldn't recommend to... Uh, oh, you seem to be okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> I, uh, I, go, um, I go up to, uh, go up to the, the, the deck, mm-hmm. and, um, and I say... What do you hey, see when you're uh, up on deck? What are the four of you now doing on deck? Uh, there was... I I was hoping to once we catch our breath. I wanted to gather you guys up and and tell you something important. I say, and right at that moment, that's when uh, Avalyn walks in. All right, awesome. Are you okay, guys meeting so- in your traditional meeting spot? No, I think oh. we moved that out. <laughs> that was a one time traditional. we <laughs> have definitely reinforced the mast after what happened last time. Okay, so seeing the four of you in a huddle, I walk up and say, oh, good, you're already in a gathering. Um, hey, so magic people, there's some sort of, like, mist person. I think it's some sort of, I'm guessing it's like a projection of some sort or whatnot. Anyway, someone needs to go Does she have a bag of eels that. on her back? What the heck are you talking about? 
No, bag of eels. No, she has a necklace like you though. Um oh, and my God. Uh, she keeps she keeps asking about Bonagus. She has the wrong ship, I think, but she won't go away. So I need someone I, to go I down there and I raise up my like, hand dispel. at that and I say, "I'll be back. I got this." And I walk down deck. Okay, good. Weather magic, you can deal with the fog stuff. I'm not dealing with that. So, Ishmael, uh you know that uh you know exactly what spell this is. This would be a spell of uh misty communication uh that would be taught in later uh years of study at university. Um cool. you know that it allows the person to see, hear, um, and then have a light amount of touch, uh whatever is going on in the location. Um you also know that uh if you go down there, uh, Annalisa will see that you are Ishmael, not Bonagus. Yeah. yeah, I know. I go okay. down. Cool. Um, all right. You walk down downstairs, uh, and, uh, and you can see that Annalisa is currently uh, talking as she is crouched down looking at the uh, uh, night ghast. Uh, yeah, this situation is ridiculous. I just clear my throat and say... Uh, Hey, sis. She spins over, and you can see her face, which was smiling, immediately becomes cold, hard, and severe. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. There is no Bonagus. You killed him. You found him (laughs) first. (laughs) You stole his life as you stole that thing around your neck. There's a long story, if you're willing to listen. If you're not willing to listen, I need to ask you to leave. A long story? The only story that I've heard, the only story that seems to be true, is that you stole a storm glass. I did. That's true. And you've brought shame to your house and your family. I did. That's true. And the only thing... Are you willing to listen? The only way that I can make it right again and bring stability back to me and my family is to bring you in and bring the storm glass back. I can't let you do that. I can't let you keep doing that. I, uh, frankly, I'm tired of it. Sis, I'm tired of that always being the way things go. I'm tired of how I don't get to do what I want to do. I always have to do what you want to do. Are you willing to listen to me or are you going to leave the boat? I'm not letting you control me here anymore. You are controlling me, dear brother. Can you think about the amount of pain you've caused to me and my family when you so recklessly stole that glass and you so recklessly ran from home and you so recklessly ruined my life? No. Then I think you need to leave. Well, just know this. I am not alone in hunting you. I have allied myself with a powerful weather mage. This weather mage is not human. This weather mage is a powerful bone elemental. And he will aid me every step of the way. There's no way that you killed him for good. I start shaking my head as she's saying this, and I just mutter, uh... You'd never listen. She never listens. Never listen. Yeah, you you and your bone friend, you have a good time. Get off my boat. Then I walk back upstairs. All right. What was that about? Personal problem. Should be taken care of. Sorry, guys. Good. All right. She was weird. 
Who's Bonagus, anyway? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot I want to tell you guys. There's a lot we want to know. Yes. And then I describe the story of the vision I had in the in the storm glass the first time when we were downstairs introducing ourselves to the artsy boys. The first vision I had, and then I tell the story of meeting my sister and uh, calling myself Bonagus to get the information about the water cormorant. And then I tell the story about I think I did I have a second vision? I don't think I had a second vision. And then I, I tell the story of uh, receiving the information from that squire in Mo Daughter Cove. Uh, do you mind briefly recapping those stories in short? Yes, I can do that. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna say that I, there's a I've seen the fog. I've seen the inside of the fog, and I've seen a, a woman who I think is death inside the fog. Death. Death. Did you yell out and she didn't say anything? <laughs> <laughs> I just look at you, Flaxen. <laughs> um, and then I, I pick up my storm glass and I hold it in front of all of you and I say, uh, this thing fogs up when the fog gets close. Oh, that's that doohickey you're always looking at. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and it started acting up in the prison, which is why I wanted us all to leave as fast as we could. And then it started acting up in the cove. Uh, I haven't figured out really yet what's going on with it, but it's like some kind of constantly moving fog, and my storm glass can predict it, like with most other weather. It, like, overwrites all the weather, and uh, I wanted my sister to help, and I wanted her to not die in the fog on that prison, so I got her to leave while I was disguised as a bone elemental. Now she believes I'm a weatherman named Bonagus Sunshine. And uh, she thinks she's allied with me. And I just told her off downstairs and tried to tell her that that guy didn't exist and she was not willing to listen. So I got her to leave the boat. Uh, so is she allied with us? No, she's not. Wait, so is Bonagus the well, powerful bone elemental she was, she's talking about? Yeah. Oh, so she's on her own, basically. She's on her own. She seemed... Well, what if you not... managed to disguise yourself as a bone elemental again? Then she would be That's allied with us. Absolutely ridiculous, and I'm not doing that. Uh, well, she's not completely alone. She has other people who want to come after me. When I when I was in school, I was expected to do a lot. When I graduated, my family is really big, really big in the storm mage scene the weather mage scene and uh so was my sister annalisa and i was expected to do the same and i just couldn't uh so i stole the glass and i left and they aren't happy but they don't have to be happy because i'm not happy with them so if they become an issue for us then i'll do what i can to make them leave but that's i guess something that i want you guys to know is going on well i want you to know that i got your back ishmael really i mean for the most part well i don't know how powerful these people are but yeah let's just go with that <laughs> <laughs> and my um, back I, I have a quick question which is uh like just how well known are the overcasts um 
I would like to pitch that they have a scientific something or other named after them. Like Absolutely. A how about how about a type of weather? God, that kind of rain. When it's completely clear and and sunny, we call that overcasted. Um, I, and they, no, they I, certainly I, have weather mage cards. Um, if any of you collected weather mage cards, you oh would have, yeah, uh, that's right. Seen There's ones for family. I really mean cards. like like would my family have ever like hired someone in the family certainly possible they're hiring an overcast would be incredibly expensive you probably would be hiring a shittier weather mage if you're a personal person um but uh it's possible certainly possible okay um because what with avalon being an elf he's 115 years old so there's a decent chance that at some point in his childhood sure like like a like a grandparent got hired there. Or yeah, something. that's awesome um, for sure. Um, so I, so yeah, so I, I sort of snap my fingers and go, wait, that's how I know your name, o- Overcast. You're, you're part of that family. Yeah. Um, they uh, uh, well, were not pleased with me leaving school. <laughs> do you have a, a Do you have a grandfather's name? Do I have a grandfather's name? Uh. Basil. Um, yeah, I say. I think I met a a, a, a bagel, a bagel overcast. <laughs> a bagel. I don't think that's um, a name. <laughs> I was around twenty at the time. Uh, wow, so this is a while back. But um, yeah, that was my grandpa, Bagel Overcast. That's what we always called yeah. it. <laughs> he yeah, loved bagel. eating okay. uh, just a bagel or with a bags. couple leaves of basil on it. He gave that us was muffins. his breakfast oh. every morning. <laughs> I remember him being really grumpy, but I think that was because I kept uh, putting fire ants in his luggage. <laughs> I, uh, I In uh, character, I just start laughing. And I say, uh, no, he was grumpy. That was him. That was him all right. That's amazing. All right, all right. At your mention of putting fire ants in luggage, um, you feel your uh, pocket quake with fear, Virgil. <laughs> there, there, Becky. <laughs> Listen, guys, we've been traveling together for a couple of days now, but I just want to take a moment to get on the same page as you all. What are we doing? Where are we going? I just didn't want to be in prison. And I don't want to be eaten by that fog either. I don't know what's yeah, going you on said with it there's though. A fog. So I guess number one, we gotta stay away from that. Yeah, we gotta get real far away from that fog, I think, before we can even weigh other options. Like, who are Agreed. you guys? I wanna know where are you going? What are you are you running from something? Do our goals align? Those are big questions. I would say, I would say <laughs> more crew. than I'm running to something. And the boat. Well, it doesn't matter who I was. I'm following this captain. Well, I, I wish I had a more rigid outline of the future for y'all, but I'm as I'm as lost as any of you, I think. Um, this fog, I don't understand it, but hell, you can see it from here. That thing is... If, if half of what you say is true, Ishmael, and I believe... More than that is, it's a it's a real ugly, real ugly thing coming for all of us. So wherever we're going, I think 
one goal's in alignment, and we gotta we gotta get out of here. <laughs> gotta get yeah. some stardust. We gotta get some food. I'm tired of beans. Where did you come from, Virgil? Captain Captain Badwater. I was in prison for a long time. Two, two, almost three years. Uh, I did some bad things with a bad man. Uh, I got lost. I was on the wrong road. Shouldn't have gone down that road. But I did. Now I'm out. So, I'm just trying to put that behind me. All yeah, up. he did all his time, fair and square. What? All I didn't I w- realize there were that many roads in the ocean. Flaxen, you said that where you were doesn't matter, but how did you end up in prison? What? What's your story? Where are you going? My whole... I don't even know what you call it. My whole island was closed off from the ocean by a... town called Goldenport. I helped destroy Goldenport. And I stole a boat and I was caught. That's how I ended up in prison. So you trying to go back to your island? Uh, I don't want to go anywhere near there. Really? Although, if we turn up there, I do have some family I'd like to say hi to. And you, Rowan? I just want my bird back. Um, If you guys are unwilling to take a detour with me in trying to get to Mondo Stone and retrieve my bird, then you can just drop me off at the next port and I'll find my way. Wh- but that's what's, my immediate goal at the moment. What's the story with you and this bird? Oh, this bird was simply assigned to me when I was back in the Navy. Uh, it's a water cormorant that helps me dive under the sea. In the Navy. Yes. It helps you <laughs> dive under the sea? Yeah, it's a water under cormorant. Under the sea. Helps me uh, get to really deep, uh, deep depths. Uh, maybe I didn't mention it before. I my job back in the navy was uh, arming mines to deter pirates away from uh, where I'm from, like ocean mines. Yeah, like ocean mines, like elementals. Uh, and well, got caught up in some stuff. And uh, they decided to sentence uh, last week along with me. I feel a little indebted to that bird and like huh. to see it, you know, freed and safe in some form or fashion. And when you get your bird, is there anywhere you're going? You got a date. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I close my eyes. I try to like not remember. But now I'm like thinking of that poor woman and how disappointed <laughs> she's going to be in me. <laughs> Um, Ooh, that's like tomorrow. Are we it is like tomorrow. Time? How close to that island are we? Uh, we got to refuel have, anyways. From the charts that you looked at, you're probably you're probably like a day from the island. Perfect. You can still make that engagement. I totally you, forgot about her. Are you like going back to the Navy or anything? I don't think they'd want me back, but there's someone I need to see back at home. Where's where, your home? Oh God, where is my home? Where's my home? Uh, <laughs> wow, deep. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> it's amazing what deep things come out of not remembering to name island chains. Yeah, right. Oh, 
I honestly have not thought about the naming. This is out of character, by the way. I've not okay, thought about so the naming of my islands. <laughs> something, it's something, like island. I, something, something islands, and I gesture in the d- general direction of where we're headed, but like off to the side. Hmm. <laughs> I, I think that's canon now. Yeah, <laughs> something, something, but something off island. to the side. Right? Off to the side. <laughs> last week, got some weird names. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a place. You go there for vacation, but you don't stay for longer than a week. You know. <laughs> And then there's your summer home on that island over there. Yeah, right? <laughs> you have a summer home? I... Okay, whatever, <laughs> rich boy. <laughs> well, correct me if I'm wrong, but this next island, I imagine, I mean, Mondo Stone, he's running from this fog just as we are. I bet your bird's there, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you guys aren't you guys aren't obligated to try to retrieve the bird uh, with me if you guys got your, your own places to go. Well, I can deal with it on bird, my own. The bird helped us. It did. We owe it something. I know what it means to be parted from your elemental. I, I'm gonna help you get it back, and I want you to borrow this. And I offer, I extend a, a little black velvet box. Oh, oh God! You wanna? <laughs> Sorry. You wanna open it? <laughs> I look at you super suspiciously, and I take it from you. And, and then as I'm opening, I'm like. Knee. What is this? In my culture, that means they're married. It's gonna. Don't worry. It's gonna. I said it's gonna help you oh, out. Look, it's never failed box. me. I I open it up. What is it? It's it's my lucky tie. I've every date I've worn it to. It's uh. <laughs> it hasn't failed me. Like a necktie. Yeah. It's, uh, can you can you describe how it looks? Yes. It's it's sea foam green with orange seahorses on it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, oh, that's hideous. And, uh, you say you wore, that's a word every day. How how clean is it? Like, can you describe the general cleanliness of this tie? It is the cleanest of my possessions. I will leave it at that. <laughs> that is not a, <laughs> that is not a lot of go on. I cl- a low bar. <laughs> I I close the little box. I put it up in a bag, and I give like just a really tight smile. I'm like, thank you, and I like walk away. <laughs> There's one more thing I want to know. Avalyn. Yeah? You killed your brother, right? Um, like, all of the, like, uh, smile, mirthful, whatever that, that was going on throughout this conversation just drops off of uh, my face. And I say, yes. What happened? I don't remember. Uh... Huh. We were, we were sparring, and then there's a gap, and he was well. He was he was the only one that understood that I sometimes just lost control like that. So now that you're out of prison, where are you where are you going? Um, well, I want my life back. You want your life back? I want the status, I want the things I had, I want my elemental, I want... I want my brother back, but I know that's not going to happen. Evelyn, and you can borrow my tie anytime you want. (laughs) (laughs) Becky pops out of your shirt pocket and you can I... see a little tear fall from her eye at the gesture. 
Virgil, how how do I put this? Um, I appreciate the gesture. You're welcome. But I would not be <laughs> caught dead wearing that. It's just very ugly. Thank you, though. Um, huh. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like in the in back and case. I'm like making all these faces like ooh damn shit boy. Yeah, the ship kind of turns over towards you and lifts up one of its wings and covers its manatee mouth with it um, I, I say look there's basically everyone in my family blames me for the death of my brother which I guess isn't misplaced but they could have at least tried to understand and I'd be lying if I said I didn't want a little payback. So what, you going to try to go home? At some point. But, here's my thought. I want my life back. I want all of the, all the things I had, all the things I could do. And if the whole world gets swallowed up by that fog, it won't matter what I do to my family to get back my status if... I die two days later, swallowed up by that. So, more than just running away, we gotta try and figure out a way to stop that thing. Yeah. T- I, to be honest, I want to be anywhere but at home. But with that fog, thinking about that, getting my family, I mean, no matter what they did to me, no one deserves that. And... We might be able to use them. A whole family of weather mages? Oh, God. I didn't even think up of against that. A, up against a fog bank, that seems pretty damn useful. Oh, that's true. As you are all looking back into the fog far behind you, you all collectively make me a perception check. Oh, Lordy. Oh. 11 for Avalon. 21 for Ishmael. Ooh. Natural 20 for Virgil. Six for Rowan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're distracted by the tie. <laughs> I'm it's just looking at it in horror. <laughs> it is very striking in its own way. <laughs> 17. All right. So first off, uh, 17, you notice in front of your uh, ship, you've been able to, as you've been sailing, if you look really hard, especially through the telescope, you could see the north and the south ends of the world. As you've been progressing along the triangle, the the width of the world has increased um, as you're sailing down the, the center of the isosceles triangle. Um, so back at Modotter, it was like a, a mile across. Now it's getting more, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely widen, widening up as time goes on. Is... Is the north and the south the like? What direction are we going if we were going from the narrow end to the wide? At the end? Mo- you're going east. Okay, we're going northeast, like towards, towards the, the wide end. Um, yeah, I, you've been traveling for two days, so I it, I figure you're kind of dead middle at the moment, going due east, because there's no islands around you at this point. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, however, in front of you, you can see what looks like a big jagged rock, um, directly in the center that looks like it's maybe like part of a a big island that divides the way forward in two. One that goes north and one that goes, or one that goes northeast and one that goes southeast. 
Captain, if we keep going this direction, we're going to hit a rock. It looks like we got to make a decision. Simultaneously, you notice, uh, Ishmael, in the sky, uh, you notice a very strange-shaped cloud. Oh, what, what, how, what shape would you use to describe this cloud? Uh, I would say that it looks almost exactly like a femur. Like the bone? Like a femur bone, yeah. Femur. Hardly know. Is this an omen? I don't know what this is to mean. Can I make an arcana check about this? Absolutely, you can. Uh, 12? 12. Um, you notice, uh, in your, uh, in your, uh, weather glass around your neck, in your storm glass, uh, you can see that the, uh, the bone is present there as well. Uh, huh? almost like it's highlighted amidst the clouds in the sky. Okay, I just kind of look at it back and forth speechlessly and say, does anyone else see that bone cloud? Now that you've pointed it out, they can, though they probably wouldn't identify it as a bone cloud unless you told them it was. Oh, okay. Looks kind of like... I don't know, I think it looks like a worm. It's like a whale. (laughs) I guess it looks like maybe a tibia or something. (laughs) (laughs) With the Nat 20 Virgil, you see the most important thing, though. (laughs) Behind the ship, you see what looks like... It sounds silly, but it looks like a giant... At, at first, you'd mistake it for two serpents, for two, uh, for the two serpents that are, uh, like, or multiple serpents that came, uh, just like you fought this morning. Um, there's one certainly in the, that's pretty big and following behind you. Um, but on closer inspection, it's just the one serpent. And the one serpent seems to be harnessed and pulling what looks to be a massive ship entirely made out of bones. God damn it. And oh, you can see geez. that uh, uh, floating above this ship, you can see uh, uh, it looks like there is uh, the massive, uh, like just a, a floating skull uh, that sits in the sky made out of mist. Wow. Her bow didn't used to be made of bones, did it? No, nah, she got an upgrade for sure. <laughs> and the giant skull that floats above her ship uh, opens its mouth, and you can hear the voice of Unglian echo across the ocean, saying, Prisoners, I will capture you myself, and I will ship you back to the prison, and my father will reward me greatly. Fly your white <laughs> flag delusional. if you wish not to be bombed to the bottom of the ocean. Uh, I, I, White flag. I turned I turned to uh uh Avalyn and I'm like, so you cleaned that flag, right? Yeah, I mean it's still brown, but yes, it is clean now. That's not clean. It is now uniformly brown. Fly it. That might be worse. <laughs> That's not gonna work. I thought that was slang for fuck you or something. Do you fly oh, the that flag? Was white with a brown splotch. Now it is hey, just brown. said hoist it. <laughs> okay, uh, let me let me fill you up in some uh, f- flag lore. So, splotch means fuck you. What's but, dark uh, tan mean? A dark tan is like fuck you, especially. Oh, and so, no. as, <laughs> as you uh, as you are saying this, you can see that the ship uh, appeared on the side of the mast and is already beginning to run the dark tan flag up to the top of the mast. Um, and uh, you can see the dark tan flag flies over the ship. Uh, is it like really crinkled? <laughs> it's it's kind of crispy. Yeah, it's, it kind of looks low poly. 
I mean, didn't it dry in a ball? So shouldn't it just be like a solid thing, right? I think that, like, as it flies, it kind of unballs. It's just kind of like a deformed, low poly mass, like a really broken uh, M-clop simulator. Yeah. Lo-fi hip hop. Lo-fi flag hop. Low-fidelity flag. (laughs) (laughs) And as Uh, your lo-fi light brown flag flies over the ship, uh, the very visible uh, fuck you in particular uh, is clearly understood uh, by the folks of the bone ship that sails behind you. Um, And you can hear the the voice of Gramps uh, say, Oh, boy. They did not just do that. And Unglian uh, shrieks, uh, and uh, the skeleton uh, boat immediately uh, like goes krakum krakum. As uh, from its side, you can see uh, massive bone shards. One of them, looking just like the femur in the sky, um, flies and arcs through the air towards your ship. Why, did Why didn't she that work? A brown a flag and sand sky, like means- the bat signal. Why did you do that? Um, wait, so uh, so with the rock thing, was it like, were you talking about how it was a decision to go left or right? Or uh, oh, yeah. Can we so back there, up to the rock thing? Yeah, for sure. So in front of you, there is, uh, yeah, go back to the rock thing. That way we won't have to talk about the giant bones flying at our ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> maybe we'll forget DM, about please. them by the time we get there. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm asking you as the DM, can you remind us what you were saying yes, about the rock? For sure I can. So there is a big rock pillar in the center of the, uh, uh, the way forward, and it looks like uh, it kind of bisects the uh, ocean into two. One that goes left, one that goes right. There's a big, like, craggy island in the middle, and you can't see the end of it. Mm. What do you think we should do there, Rowan? Um, so I I hand the I hand the Stardust Flask to Flaxen, and I tell you to go to get ready at the engine room. We're gonna put in another so if we put in two Stardust things in a day, will it go even faster? Yes, very much so. Up to 15 knots. Okay. Guys, I have so an idea. I ha- yeah? What? I cast Fog Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I throw ooh, chicken actually, bones. <laughs> oh, actually, that's perfect. So, like, I hand it off to Flaxen. If you cast uh, over... Sorry, if you cast Overcast. If you cast Fog Cloud <laughs> right as we... Um, go left or right, then that's she won't smart. know which direction we go. Oh, you're um, brilliant. I don't cast Fog Cloud yet. I wait. <laughs> yeah, so I go up to the wheel and I'm like, yo, Virgil, left or right? Um, I'm going to look real closely at the two options, um, you know, squinting like I'm trying to figure out which way is better. Mm-hmm. You definitely look like you're thinking very hard about it. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I I'm getting really look- anxious. I'm like, left or right? <laughs> and We're all waiting on you. <laughs> while you're thinking, three giant bone shards fly and try and hit your ship. Ah. Uh, make um, me there a navigation can- check. Uh, Any way I can stand at the back of the ship and like try like, and what, like bat them out of the air with your great sword? With yeah, try sword. and baseball a sword. Uh, sure, you can definitely make <laughs> me a disadvantage attack roll for sure. Um, and uh, Rowan, you're going to need to make me a, a navigation check. Can I oh recklessly God. attack? Uh, yes, <laughs> obviously. Recklessly baseball. <laughs> I, I'm sure so you're not very measured in your slicing bones out of the air with your sword. That's a so nineteen. With this advantage? I, oh, because well, reckless gives you attack, regular. So, so it's normal. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Uh, I have proficiency in water vehicles. Do I ha- yes. get advantage? Yes. No, you just Sick? have proficiency. So you add your proficiency oh. bonus. Oh, gotcha. Sick. 
Are there water vehicles that would not be classified as boats? Jet yeah. skis. Jet skis. Water skis. Jet ski. are, are there jet skis here? Water cycles. Paddle boards. Oh, Do you mean like water vehicles as opposed to... I have advantage on operating to... paddle boards. Seaplane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while well, you're taxiing. Uh, 22. Uh, All right, you're able to navigate uh, your ship. Uh, you do a, a fancy little wiggle um, that uh, keeps the... Uh, uh, bones from uh smashing into your ship um after not having seen him for a while you recognize that uh uh your good friend the breakfast boat captain has oh, left totally quite a while ago him. um <laughs> yeah, and uh him. yeah you have not a uh, you've seen hide nor hair of him uh he Did, he took yeah, off a long that, time ago in a huff i hope yeah the- he took his own boat right like, um, so, yes, he did, and sailed okay. west. Okay, okay good. That's yes. what I figured. All right, real quick, to make this decision. Yeah, he was sailing west past way. you. Well, to make this decision, <laughs> I want to. Uh, True. I want to harken back to my days paddling with the manatees, <gasps> and when I was had no land in sight, I would look to the sky to see which way the birds were flying. <laughs> so, are there any birds in on one side or the other of this rock? I love it. Please make me a uh, uh, survival. survival. I like as we're all panicking, Virgil's just, just like, you know, calmly looking up to the sky, yeah, reminiscing about his past. Zoom in 14. on Virgil. Time 14. is slowed down for You him. see a pair of birds way up high in the sky um, that are flying down the left path. Left. Okay. I, like, wrench the wheel <laughs> uh, to the left just as we uh, get to the, what is it, Fuck the barrier up. of the island. <laughs> All right, and you yeah. passed up your fog cloud. Um, with Am I a- supposed to be throwing the violin? Yes. Yes. Or throw the vial into the furnace. So you cast your fog cloud, wheel to the left, uh, chuck the vial into the furnace, uh, and as you do, um, the great final bone spear uh, lances down to strike the back of your ship, and you rolled a 19, which means the bones all hit you, not the ship. Oh. What? Well, I mean, what? That's fine. <laughs> Holy what did shit. you eat? Oh, you ate the eggs. Yeah, I'm fine. Damn. So it's like, how big is the bone? Is it just like right through your middle, or is it like? <laughs> I think that you <laughs> hit it with on. the you hit it with the sword, so it shatters into tons of like sharp fragments that just Wait. like cut you all up. Just Wait, so pellets. can we have like a? I'm imagining like a shot behind uh, Avalon. You're yes. like a silhouette against the bright sky, and mm-hmm. you just swing your massive great sword, and there's just like explosions of tiny. Absolutely, it's very anime. Uh, And uh, all the tiny bone shards, unlike most anime, then are still razor-sharp piercing things that tear (laughs) through not just your clothing, leaving you scantily clad, but also some of your skin flesh, um, dealing a total of 16 points of damage. What the fuck? Um, I'm still on my feet. Wow. No. I have five hit points left. Um Honestly, I'm far more irritated about the state of my clothes. These this, these clothes were very nice. Oh, and, that's true. Uh, You're nice clothes. Oh, yeah. They were now I'm man. like almost shirtless, which I guess works for a barbarian, but like Yeah, you're you're very well muscled if I remember correctly. <sighs> I so like I'm as I'm steering the wheel, I assume that like Avalon's standing behind me, right? And so I kind of look around and I like go over and I drape the tie around his neck. It's like, "Here you go." <laughs> <laughs> I know. You fixed it. <laughs> yeah, I fixed I, it. <laughs> and I go back to steering the, I, I, I the ship. 
I sort of stomp past you gingerly, just sort of going out. Ow, ow, ow. And go go below decks and just start slowly picking bits of bone out of my chest. As you do, the night ghast once again starts chuckling. <laughs> so did we did we do it? Did we And successfully- with a jet of speed, your ship flies down the the northern uh, passageway, going left, um, through the fog under the shadow of the cliff. Uh, you're nigh invisible, uh, and uh, certainly towards the bigger ship, a long distance away. Um, you sail on at this this the fastest this ship has gone, and the uh, the manatee is delighted the entire time that it's moving with such speed. Uh, the wind whips through your hair at a brisk fifteen knots the entire way, um, and uh, uh, after let's say a half day's travel, um, you peer behind you can see that you have not been followed. Unglian must have uh, assumed you went the other way. Uh, you are now entirely alone. Did the rock like? The, the separating rock, the one in the middle of the ocean, does it, like, go for a while? So, like, did yes. we pick the straight-up left path and there's this, like, separation rock for a Correct ways? Correct, Amundo. Yes. Ah. It's like a very tall bluff island. Cool. Yeah. So, well, do we still see point, that to our right side? It's still to your right, yes. Uh, off to your left, you can see that the water cascades over the edge of the world, and to your right, there's just this large uh, black stone cliff. Well, I have to uh, imagine I'd... that at some point it levels out, and then there will be like a port, which is where Rowan's date is going mm, to be. Yeah, <laughs> um, I am not sure if we pick the right. I'm okay if we pick the wrong path away from my date. <laughs> Don't be nervous. Here, you can have the tie back. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, you are naked and indecent. I, I think it looks good on you. I'm, you know, I still have pants if on. That's what you're into. I don't want to look at your nipples, man. How does the tie cover if you've seen a tie before, but this podcast don't cover is going on nipples. Tumblr. Yeah, can't t- have this out. The tie doesn't help. <laughs> I mean, help as long as they're that. male presenting, we're fine. What and you as you sail onwards down the the northern <laughs> like passageway, two separate ties. <laughs> two separate ties. There you go. Just oh, a big bow tie. That's what bow ties are for, right? God damn. Like yeah, suspenders. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. So as you sail down the northern passageway, um, far out of sight behind you, you can see, uh, you can't see, but the camera can see, the camera of narrative, narrative, uh, uh, seeing outside the fourth wallness. You, the podcast listener, can see, uh, uh, a tiny little ship, uh, with a, uh, uh, more of a boat, really, um, with a panic stricken, uh, man, uh, covered in grease and gravy, um, sailing towards the only thing that he can see when everything else behind them is fog. A large bone ship. Uh, and atop this bone ship, you can see that uh, uh, Unglian uh, is looking down at him, smiling. Uh, and she turns over towards Gramps and says, I think I've found us a chef. <laughs>